Happy Friday, buddy. We made it. This is this is like the highlight of the week, really. Another week down and out. We are now kind of open in Simcoe. Um, I don't know what the York region situation is. Apparently, the gyms are opening because I just got to be open on Monday. Right. So we're opening. We get to do shit. So Life is Monday, Sunday. Yeah. Right on track for another lockdown in a couple months. So we're doing. Yep. Great. <laughs> I'll personally not be uh, running out to the gym, but no, me neither. I I might just cancel that membership. I think I'm going to put that on freeze right now. It's clearly oh. not doing anything anyway. No, it's doing everything. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Friday, we're here again. Welcome back to the BNB podcast. I have not said that in the entire time we've done the podcast, never one time. So welcome back to the BNB podcast. I hope you're enjoying it so far. We're, uh, we're doing our best. We're having fun with this. Um, it wasn't a terribly busy week in terms of sports. There's not much going how did, on. Uh, how did you pick up on that? That you have not said the BNB I just, podcast? I don't know. I just kind of just... thought of it. I don't think I've actually said the name in the in the episodes anymore it's just like i say it at the end like oh follow us at the bnb pod underscore but no i've never actually said the name of the podcast in the thing um yeah there's not a lot going on but uh hockey's still a thing so we might as well start there the leafs have had a week i guess we'll say they started with a great two periods against ottawa they were up 5-1 everything looked great everything was going our way and then everything wasn't very quickly. Um, they blew a lead. And, like, honestly, as bad as it seems, like, yes, it's Ottawa. They're the worst team in the league. And, yes, they were up 5-1. They should win that game. But, like, Ottawa got so many bounces in that game. Like, it just, it just wasn't meant to be for the Leafs. But everyone hopped on that game like, ah, this is it. We need to disband the entire team. And I'm glad we didn't because it looked good from there on out. But. In that game, uh, Freddie, I think Freddie was fine. I don't know if you watched the game at all. Yeah, I watched a, a bit of the highlights. Like they, it's absolutely what you said, man. Like they just they had bounces that didn't go their way, mm-hmm. and there's some of those games where you just you know you stop scoring so many just, goals, and yeah. and yeah, like you know we've seen it so many times, man. It is really easy in this game to score goals and to go on runs, and like yeah. if you can get a five one, you could easily go down six five. You know exactly. that's. Yep. There's there's tons of opportunity there for a team to get back into it, and that happened with it. I think I'm just happier with the follow-up to that, right? Because we've mm-hmm. seen many times in, in a Toronto team where this collapse happens one game, and that's it. And it just slides. And yeah. and it's the start of, you know, uh, a nice three three wins out of your next ten games, right? Yeah. yeah. But It's the start of something terrible, but instead... <clears throat> They t- yeah. I, I, again, it's still Ottawa, so like I'm not hyping the woohoo train because like you should beat Ottawa. But like if you told me going into that series you're gonna get five to six points, like I would have been happy with it. Like I would have wanted six, obviously. But if you're telling me we get five or six against Ottawa, you're now t- eight points clear of Montreal going into the game on Saturday. You can't complain about that. Like yes, they lost. It happens. It's shit. You don't want to lose, but you're not going fifty six and zero. It feels like a bad five of six because you could have had six yeah. of six. Really, yeah. like that's. I think that's why it feels so yeah. bad. You know, it, yeah, it sucks. You had the opportunity to take all of them, and you're skilled enough to take all of them. Mm-hmm. And then you, and you just did. your ability to close was was not there in that game. Have it. And that's good. Quit touching your hair, man. Like just <laughs> I it's, can. It's bothering it's me. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a hat. Perfect. For all of you that it's gonna can't bother see, me, I keep bringing it. Started so. this episode with. <laughs> 
with perfect hair and, and it just fell apart. Quickly unraveled, yeah. It's just the gravity it's, is because when you talk, you, you're animated. You know, I like to move. I am a moving guy. <laughs> I like to move it, move it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the fucking lemur. Um, no, it's they. The team was good. They were fine. They had a shit third period against Ottawa, and that's outside of that, they were fine all week long. They looked good. That Matthews line with Joe Thornton back on it is disgusting. Oh my god, dude! Last night, it was the last night that they played Ottawa. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. made it look like oh, a it's child play, dude. It's it's literal it child play. Yeah, no, I watched the highlights again, and mm-hmm. well, like Matthews just kind of put one through Thornton's legs and right through the goalie. Mm-hmm. And right then and there, it was like, oh, game over. And I'm pretty sure, okay, so the goalie changed because Matt Murray didn't start that game. No, it was Hogberg. Hogberg got hurt with eight minutes left in the first. Right. And then Matt Murray just decided that he was going to stay on the bench. Avalanche. Apparently, Matt Murray didn't come in the game because it didn't seem like anything got stopped from there on out. No, in fairness, he... Austin Matthews has this innate ability to just put the puck in no matter who's in the net. It doesn't really yeah. matter. But they all, but they all did that, man. Like Marner's yeah. goal was absolute filth. Like yeah. the way he steps around the defender and just puts one in. But yeah, just the, Matt Murray looked very off, and he looked very like you know Not he good. gave up. He Not you know good. he gave up right away. As Not soon good. as he let one quick one in, he was done. You know, um, when this team is rolling like that, when you have a bunch of different guys contributing. Yeah. it's tough to stop that. Like no matter who you are, Ottawa or not, if you can have. Uh, Matthews, Marner, JT, and Willie all score in one game, you're probably losing the game. Right. And it's awesome that you can have, you know, if if line 1A doesn't work, yeah. line 1B Yeah, exactly. Work. It's like you don't even have a line 1 and line 2 anymore. Like, I no. said it best there. Like, it's literally line A, a and B. Like, it's the same. Yep. They're, they're the same talent on both and lines. That's and why you, you've invested $40 million mm-hmm. into these four because mm-hmm. it's like, you know what? This is what they're have, supposed to do. Exactly. And, and it's Ottawa, but it's a professional hockey team, and this builds momentum. You know, Willie hadn't scored in seven games yeah. before that, and yeah. so for him to get that, that goal, you know, hopefully leads to, to more, especially going into a Montreal series where yeah. you have the last win. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, like you can, you're now eight points clear. If you win this game on Saturday, you're 10 points clear in the division. And like, if you're 10 points clear at any point in the season, it's really hard to try and b- blow that, especially with some of the competition at the bottom of our thing. Like, How can we be mad at that, like, coming from a place where you you've never no, really like, had that, you know? It's always been Tampa Bay, Boston, and you're, like, you're, if you're third and you're 10 points clear of the wild card, maybe, but you've never been 10 no. points clear of, like, of, the, of the division. Never. Yeah, never. Being a, a Leaf fan right now is weird because nobody is used to us being successful. No one like in my entire lifetime, the Leafs have never been great, but this year, like I, I understand the divisions kind of impact the way the records have looked, but we've also played some of the tougher teams in the division. So I'm, I'm not putting that much stock into that. However, we've only lost five, five games total, including overtime losses, three, three regulation, two overtime losses. Like you're talking about a team that does not lose much right now. And people are looking at this team every time we lose, like, Oh, it's broken. Like, we are first in the NHL in points, second by point percentage. This is not a team we need to worry about yet. Yes, playoffs exist, and I understand the past is the past, and it happens. But this is very different than it's been in previous years. We can relax when we lose one game to Ottawa. It's okay. I don't. You have, a pretty, like, you have a pretty guaranteed shot. As long as you, you stick to the, to the course here, you got a pretty guaranteed shot at the, at the Final Four, right? Uh-huh. 
Like that's the team that you've put out on the ice, it should be. and that that's what they're capable of. So, realistically, you you can't say that this is you know oh because of the division change. Like no, you, you take advantage of what the league is giving to you. Like there's teams that change divisions all the time, and this is just like a real drastic change for yeah. sure. But yeah. there's still teams out there competing for for championships, and you know how many of these teams were playoff teams? I was in just the about last to say the same years? thing. Like last right? year, I think four or five of these teams were in the playoffs when the, when the, uh, the break hit, like, yes, a bunch Dude. of them got out in the, uh, the play in round, but a bunch of these teams were also in a playoff spot when the season ended it, Like they were in a spot to like, they could have competed in the playoffs if the season would have continued through. So it's like, don't tell me that these teams are trash. Like look around the standings too. Like if you look at the rest of the league, I don't even think the North is the worst division, worst division. No, we talked about that once no, before. Like, yeah, I said the Honda West. The we- the West is not good. The Central is also not good. The like, Central what? has some really, yeah, I don't know. They have interesting teams for sure. Middle teams, you know, middle ground teams that are kind of just beating each other. I know you know the answer to this, but who's second in the Central right now? Dog. Mm-hmm. I we're know. second. Well, how much does that tell you about the Central Division? <laughs> that we're dope. Don't even get me started. Oh my okay. God. Do you want me to go? Do you want me to, you want me to start right now? Because I'll tell you what's going on. We are going, going for it. Back Patrick Kane's going to win the heart. Absolutely. If the, we're going to win it with an AHL overall oh goalie. God. Oh my God, man. <laughs> I don't AHL know how he's doing it, but he's doing it. Dude, they he's intimidating. <laughs> they just, I don't know. They get it done, and I don't. I get it. Like I, I don't understand either. The fact that they're second they're especially second. with the tampa bay big name. and like they're ahead of tampa which is like okay so they have four games in hand over everyone around them but they're two points clear of the blue jackets with the same amount of games the stars hmm. they're it was at eight points clear yeah eight points clear with six games in hands so yeah. i mean obviously it's not gonna last you'd think no but the fact that they're even in that spot without Jonathan that. Taves and without an actual goalie and without okay, anything realistically. We are 7-2-1 and one yeah. in our last 10. Yeah. Three-game win streak. Taking, in, taking some in overtime a lot. Like, that's what I find a lot of the wins are coming from. Yeah. Our, our overtime. So. I'll do respect to Austin Matthews. I love the guy. And I think if the Blackhawks don't make it, he should be the heart winner. But if the Blackhawks even make the playoffs, give the hard trophy to Patrick Kane. It's not close. Just rename it I, after him. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. Like, it's Patrick Kane and then who? Kubalik? Like, we're oh. putting faith in Dominic Kubalik? Yeah, Dylan Strom. Dylan Strom? Like, come on. We're talking yeah. perennial. No, Dabrink gets there, but, like... The thing is, man, it's so funny when I watch them play too, eh? Because whenever they score, Dylan Strom gets in that, that little huddle with, like, 5'7", Alex Debrinkit, and 5'9", yeah. Patrick Kane. And he just goes, hey, guys, look at, <laughs> I'm here 6'4". Like, oh, yeah, what's up? I think he's, like, 6'4". Bring your kid cowards, to work, Dave. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, but, so Patrick man, Kane's got 23 points right now. He's third in the league, is he not? Or fourth? Is he behind Marner? Um, I'm just looking at their team overall. Actually, no, he's in fifth because Austin passed him last night. Yeah. But – even still, that that's impressive on a team that should not be doing anything, and was no. like it was expected that they were going to tank at the beginning of the year and like be bottom of the league. And this Jonathan Taves like, like spoke out and said like I don't understand the direction this team is taking. We yep. have never been told of a rebuild, but the way that these trades are going and the way that we're we're acting is that we're rebuilding. Mm-hmm. 
and like this is at the beginning of the year you lose I, I wouldn't even say arguably it's your second best player in Jonathan Davis oh, like but he's the he's the heart so it doesn't matter he's what the, like, he's the captain of the yeah. team like uh, playing no matter what you do aside, on the ice yeah no matter what you get like what he does on the ice you're gonna get a hundred percent of yeah. him and he is going to be vocal on and off that ice and like the experience he brings is just is too it's, much to it's not immeasurable. you can't measure especially it. for for a young team like that you know what i mean like they're hmm. they know that they have young players and i think that's where they're kind of saying we're not rebuilding because we have young players who have been in the league for so long now you know mm-hmm. like dylan strome has been in, been in the nhl for i'm pretty sure all of his career if i'm not mistaken like started in arizona uh, he was up for, and down a little bit in arizona but yeah okay but like for for the last career, few years, yeah. yeah. Alex Alec Nealand has been there now. You know, like they, they should have guys that are they used to ready. this league and, and that are young, yeah. So there's no point to putting them down. They're going to bring them up through this system. Yeah. They don't have Especially that young group with, that like – Kirby Doc, I guess, but he's hurt. So, I mean, that's the one guy you're kind of thinking is in between still maybe. Uh, I, was, I was really bummed when he got hurt before – World Juniors because I thought that was going to help him so yeah. much in his development and like especially being the captain and like to lead that team. Yeah, like that well, was going to probably could have won gold, but whatever. Um, he also would have probably been first line on this team realistically. I I don't think anyone else would have took his place. Correct me. I think wrong. no. I like I I like him as the first line. Like for me, just you know, getting him that experience in there and and like Dylan Strom for me is is going to be a good second liner if he starts to produce and figure it out but yep i just don't think he's gonna be number one you know no um so yeah i'm i'm just overall shocked that the blackhawks are even in the spot that they're in it's crazy but they like you said they do have games in hand i'm sure once yeah. it levels it out like you can see the yeah. the point total right if you have games per points like their their average is not no <laughs> over but, and above right all in all here the rest of that division, it's meh. Like, like, uh, like. Obviously, okay, but, the Tampa Bay Lightning are last year's Stanley Cup winner. Yes, Carol or the Florida Panthers are on an absolute heater. They're doing great. Fine, we'll give them that. They're a good team, I guess, this year. Uh, Carolina's always been good. The Blue Jackets suck this year. They're not. It's good. It's, it's meh, but they're like they're competing teams. That's the issue, right? Sure. There's no easy games in no. that division. That's where like it's all teams that are trying to not not rebuild. Never like besides Detroit, like, but Detroit got say. better. <laughs> Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. Bad. I get that. Nashville so got better defensively. <laughs> Nashville. Nashville is terrible oh, this year. Man. Nashville oh. used to be like such a feud. I remember when because like obviously being a Chicago fan mm-hmm. in that division. Like Nashville used to scare me the most because their defense was so lethal. Like their ability to just move the puck up from the back end. Mm-hmm. But now it's that all that magic is gone. Their game plan is is figured out. Pekarene is no more. No, it's bad. Like, it's just it's going yeah. to shit. They're apparently mm-hmm. trading him Matias Ekholm too, which is frightening. But That's even like tough, outside of that, the Stars started off really hot. They were were they five and zero to start the season? I think it was. No, four and zero, something like that. They they have now lost their last five and seven of their last ten. Like okay. it's, it's like the team, this division doesn't scare me. Like I don't think the North is any worse than that. No, um, the no, the East, North is the East is what it is. Yeah. I, I I think the top five teams are obviously legitimate, but the Devils, Rangers, and Sabers don't look good this year. None of them. Okay, but the Rangers, man, like everybody, they were a playoff team. They I know should have been uh, good. Yeah, yeah. But, and like they got the first overall pick. Like he's done absolutely sh- nothing. Yeah, he hasn't. Been man, good. he has had a real tough 
start to his career. And I think that that just goes to show the the adjustment not only to like making that leap into the NHL, but now making the leap into the NHL in a bubble or like yeah, it's, you know where there's no fans and there's no this. environment and there's no yeah it's it's professionals you know these guys know how to play yep. how to play the game and they have a system and and he's still trying to figure out a lot of that and it, and it shows you know yep. and that's that's okay it's not saying he's not going to be a ridiculously good player but I don't think that he's going to be the McDavid level where he just kind of walks in and the game is his, you know, Mm -hmm. and you take notice right away. I agree. The only thing you can say with the North is that they do have the senators and the Canucks have gotten off to a horrific start. Horrific. But they're like riddled with injury. (laughs) They look better lately. They were. They, they look, look better, better lately. They look way better. Sure. They look great against Calgary. Like, they were just feeding them their lunch money all series. Yeah. I mean, I think they'll be fine. But, like, outside of that, every team is at least 500 in the division. Like, the Flames, the Jets, Oilers, Canadians, and Leafs are all 500 or above. No other division has that. Every other division from, like, the middle down is below 500. I just I, – I, I don't know, man. It's just weird that you kind of blame it on the divisions. But the Leafs but are I don't, good. I think that's an easy cop-out, you know, yeah. say, like, oh, the Canadian division yeah. is the easiest. Like, no, it's not, no, it's not. that easy. Really. Dude, even still, like, Ottawa gets laced because they're goaltending. But, like, they have some talent. Like, Stutzel's goal, man. Stutzel he not only great. took he, – he took the puck away from the Leafs. He bursted down – Nice, and he mm-hmm. sniped it right in this weird spot, like yeah. just perfectly, just perfectly placed. placed shot. I saw a lot of people bashing Hutch for it at first, but like that's a great shot by Tim. Yeah, Stewart. that's an incredible hockey player. Yeah, that like, on dude, Hutchinson. Don't get me wrong. My last point on here was that Hutch looks awful. Like he is not going to do anything. I'm he needs thinking to. the complete opposite. He looks he, so good in that game. No, if this is Ottawa, and he had right. moments where just the the Bro, goals were saves, really. Dude. I know. Okay, I'm understanding of that. <laughs> But there are going saves. to be te- there are going this to be teams that have better string. scores. This is who your is third a, Who is guy. a bona fide scorer on that offense? On the Ottawa Tim offense? Stutzel, that's it. That's okay, it. Right. They're not good. Like, they're not so good. This, no, but he made some massive shots. saves. Like in in that game, he had some yes. huge saves, and he, he did enough to win. Angles. He had some horrible angles. Sure. No, no, for sure. Michael Hutchinson's not a good goalie. But Michael Hutchinson, as the third string this year, he looked great. For what, for what he had to come in and do. The guy hasn't played since the playoffs last year. He's seen no game action at all. He's been in practice, and that's it. For what he did on that night, that was great. He made a shit a ton guy. of saves, came out after getting bashed for an entire season last year in this city, came out and did his job and did a great job of it. I, I thought he looked great for, I, for what it was. I just thought the goals were really, the, like, the, the, the angles first, that he took. Well, like just, we said, the first one, Tim Stutzel rips that. It's a good shot. Absolutely, yeah. He's he's a butterfly goal. I guess I'm understanding he's a butterfly goalie through and through. Like, he gets down and he's, he's he leaves a lot open, you know? He's unique. Yeah. <laughs> but I get he, it. I get like, it. Like, he recovered really well on a lot of saves. He had one where he slid across and made a gorgeous pad save. He robbed, yeah. I want to say it was Kachuk. I could be wrong. He made a great glove save on them. Um, there was a few, he just made a re- few really nice saves that kept the Leafs with that comfortable lead. And it, it was great. Obviously he didn't have to do a ton because the Leafs did score seven goals. So it didn't matter, but he looked good enough to get the job done. Yeah. Um, outside of him, that Austin Matthews line, man, you don't touch it. I, you don't take Joe Thornton off there until ever. I don't. They I just don't look so insane, kid. Crazy. Also, um, did you see Matthews skates? The red? He's. Oh yeah, I, I've I'm, heard they're really nice. I haven't actually seen. I'm them about yet. it. 
It's I want. Nice. I, I haven't got a good look at them, but Kurt said they're gross. And I, I kind of oh my them. god, he just that's that's the confidence style. right there. That's he's got style. Nobody. He's got flair. He's got Mitch Marner and Joe Thornton feeding him. All Honestly, day long. okay. So last year we saw like an Austin Matthews. You know, yeah. this year you were seeing like a a, a Pablo. You You're know, like Austin he Hulk's is. Use. He is a man. He doesn't get pushed off the puck. He pushes everyone off the puck now. No, he's a monster. Yeah, he is everywhere. He just shoots like a maniac. Yep. And everything is going in, and he just continues to shoot. Like he he could be okay. So this question was raised to me, and I want to raise it to you because I actually didn't even answer it. Okay. And I'm still kind of thinking about it. So you have the duo. Yep. Of Mitch Marner or Austin Matthews. Mm-hmm. Or you get to trade them for Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. I don't want Are it. you sticking <laughs> with the two? I, I might stick <laughs> you with take, these two. Honestly, like it sounds really stupid. Because Connor McDavid, okay, look, here's the thing. Connor McDavid <laughs> saying, is the second best player in the NHL. Right behind Nate McKinnon. <laughs> I stand by it. I will not phase on that one. He's the second best player in the NHL. Leon Dreisaitl is better than Mitch Marner. But the two of them together, like, you also have, like, they're both centers, realistically. They should both be centers. Drysaddle came up as a center. He should still be a center. So it's a little different than having the duo of Matthews and Marner that just dominate every time they're on the ice. They, like, the Drysaddle-McDavid line scores a lot of points on the power play when they're together, and that's great. But you don't really want to play them together, right? So do Matthews and Marner, though. They... <laughs> Matthews, How many leads points Matthews leads the league in five on five. Uh, five no, on I get points. that, but they also. But yes, they score a, a fair amount of points on the power yeah. play, but they also get a shit ton at five on five. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things that's like, because they play together, and you don't get that with Drysaddle McDavid because you're trying to separate them, right? I don't. I. But I'm saying together. I sound stupid it. in saying I would rather keep Matthews and Marner. I think. I might just be because I'm a Leaf fan and I love it. I would love to hear your point on it. <laughs> To be honest, like I, I've thought about it, but I would, I would love to keep the same. Like keep I think that, one? yeah, I think that the growth that you were getting from yeah. these two is, is the sign is what you want. You know what I mean? Like, there's only so much that McDavid's going to be able to do before you realize, like, okay, this is what he's doing. This you know, like this is everybody's con- got it, habits. This is Connor McDavid's speed. Like, yeah. He's ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But somebody is going to find a way. To game plan, and you were going to get enough looks and enough opportunities to see him, right? And I think that the the ability of Matthews and Marner yeah. to grow their game together and to really use each other, and like you it's know, crazy. where McDavid it's McDavid crazy. really does take a I'm going to take it and go, and and I'll find you. You be you know? there. You be there. I'll right. do it. Yeah. You be there, and I'll I'll get you there. But I think Matthews and Marner can can take it, leave it, go here. Like we've said it before, man. They. They really feed off each other. I think it's a really fun heart trophy conversation this year. Him and Matthews and Mar- uh, McDavid. Because I, I think he, there's, a, there's a clear difference between the two players. I'm not here telling you that Matthews is better than McDavid. No, that's not a thing. I, I'm not that delusional. But McDavid to me is very one-dimensional. But that one dimension is fucking incredible. Like he has speed that no one's ever seen before. Right? Am I wrong He's in saying getting- that? No, he's going to get the Mike Trout treatment, right? That's what right. I think of. I, like that too. I think he's kind of just got that name now. But to me, he's fast as hell, and he's got incredible hands. That's what, his that's ability what Connor McDavid to is. Just, 
break away from from play yeah. like his speed is yeah you it's think he's at top speed and he's got another gear yeah oh absolutely unmatched in nhl history what he's able to do with the puck and with his feet at the same time but if you look at what austin matthews can do and the way he adapts to goalies and the way he can like the way he can use his body physically that Connor mcdavid just doesn't have you could put up a strong case for austin matthews for the heart this year because he's doing things that Connor mcdavid just straight up can't do just because he's not big enough and he's not strong enough with his shot, personally, and I, I, I think it kind of you, you can argue with me all day that McDavid's better. I agree with you most of the time, but when it comes to pure goal scoring and ability to hold onto a puck, I kind of like Austin Matthews for it. Absolutely, there's like you know, I, there's as we said, the progression in his game. There's in and now that you're seeing the the success in the team as well. Right, him coming to to almost you know mm-hmm. to his best ability this year, like it's just is making them their first because yeah. of it, right? Yeah. Now that's and that's it's gotten to the point now where I've I've offered you Connor McDavid and you've basically said no. Like, kind of. You know how many people would say that though? That kinda. if they get the best the best player on the planet, arguably two, two top four players in the NHL. Right. I would say I think Drysaddle probably sits at ah, maybe not four. I I think top five for sure. Like yeah. And I think Matthews is probably top five as well. It's I think it's four or five between Drysaddle and Matthews. I think Matthews might have him beat personally, but obviously I'm a little biased. Um, but like the thing with Matthews too is like he's got that incredible shot, but it's not Ovechkin incredible shot where you're just trying to put it through the back of the net top corner every single time. He like he's got this weird wrister where he can rip it on your up top, or he's gonna find it five hole, he's gonna find it low blocker, find it low pads, like. He just he's a smart goal scorer that you don't really see from anyone else in the league. Yep. No, fair. I think it gives him the advantage there. Now, he doesn't have the skating that McDavid does. Not even close. Mm. Not to say he's a bad he doesn't, skater. He doesn't try to. I feel like what's he doesn't need to. great about Matthews is he stays within his game, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's times where I feel like you see points where McDavid tries to go away from, from his game. And and that's where Edmonton loses, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's where I feel like Matthews is kind of able to to just say, you know what, I am I am who I am, and I'm just gonna roll it's with gonna it. This me. is what you paid me to do. Yeah, and boy, absolutely. Is he doing him this year? Holy shit! You think he'll score fifty? I think he'll get over fifty. Is that you think? I Like <laughs> Dude, he's on he's pace on for 50, 51 or something like that. But as you said, like, why are you gonna break up the lineup? And and I understand that if Joe Thornton gets injured. You're gonna need somebody to sub, sub in there. But as we've said before, man, it's it's the two of them, and they've shown it's the two of them. And then you even have you have Riley that can jump up and do it, who has done it before. Like their defense is pushing up more and more. Yeah. You know, what I mean, I think I see Hall in there more times than I've seen him last year. Like he Lee too. He's just dude, that goal he scored the other day was an yeah. absolute cannon. Like the, oh my god, he cannon put it there. Like I've seen like yeah, they're they're jumping up more. They're taking a lot more chances, but then they're also there to help each other, right? Mm-hmm. If there's a defenseman going up, there's a forward back. Yeah. They're not just leaving them out to dry anymore. Yeah. Like it's it's a whole team game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, there's even a point where I think they were on the they're on the penalty kill against Ottawa and, and Riley jumped up and he went to shoot and him and Kerfoot got like hit each other behind the net and instead Ottawa couldn't even turn the other way because of how aggressively they they were playing defense on the penalty kill down two men behind the net. And like but that's something you don't see with the Leafs. It's crazy, man. Yeah. They they look great, just front end, back end. They 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 have this really nice flow right now, where like 
the defense can jump up, but they're not stupidly jumping up. Like they're jumping no. up in a smart situation. Uh, they just they look good, man. I if you're complaining about this Leafs team, I don't know why you hate your life. <laughs> Plain and simple, man. Like you there's no like reason to, to be miserable right now. You're first. Like Deal I get it. it. I get it if you're one of the people that think they need to be tougher and this and that. Like, shut up, man. Like, they're winning. Let them win. Be happy with the fact that they're winning. Who gives a shit if they're not winning the way you want? Just let them win. Jesus. They broke. Don't fix it. They they have their system. It's working. Yes. I feel yes. like you know. I'm I'm not saying that this is the Leaf team that is gonna go no. to the final four no. or to the playoffs. Like they're gonna make some changes for sure because mm-hmm. that's just who they are. They're they're always improving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are older players on this team. There are injuries that are bound to happen. Like, that's just that's Oh, for sure. Of, Anything that's part happen. of sports. Yeah. If you lose Austin Matthews next week, you're in trouble real quick. Like, it's just one of those right. things. It could happen. Like, I'd hate to see it. Don't get me wrong. But, like, it could happen. Right. So, I mean, no. Maybe this is not the team that gets it done. And I'm not sitting here to tell you that this team is going to be the team that wins the Stanley Cup this year. No. God, no. But they're but really good right they now. They have a chance, and they are good, and they are, they're great right now. They're comfortably in first, and it doesn't look like they're going anywhere. Be happy with this. If they lose in the first round again, who cares? Realistically, like, yeah, maybe they need to make some moves. Sure. It sucks. I hate being a Leaf fan for that reason. But, like, let's not be pessimistic about the fact that, oh, we're only going to lose in the first again. Like, we're the best team in the NHL right now. Like, But if you, if you lose – in the first, like the mm-hmm. this year, I feel like is different than any other, like any other year, though, because you've seen these teams yep. a lot more, a lot more frequently, if I'm not mistaken, and you've seen these teams like three times in a row, sometimes, right, two or three times in a row, and like you're really getting to know these teams, right? That's what happened in the Ottawa series. That's why yeah. they like completely think... slapped them at some point was because the Leafs figured out Ottawa's game plan, and we're like, oh, you know, what? we're just gonna fire shots at Matt Murray mm-hmm. game plan. I may be wrong, but I think you don't like. I think you cross over in the first round. I'm not sure on it, but I play a different. Like I think you play a different division in the first round. If I'm not wrong, but I I I could be wrong. I'm honestly not 100 percent sure. I I am honestly not 100 percent sure. So don't (laughs) quote me on that. Hopefully I'm wrong. Yeah, but I believe that's the case. Um, I've been trying to look it up this whole time. Austin Matthews currently sits ninth in takeaways in the NHL. Just uh point that out two-way player yeah i mean joe thornton's talking about him for the selkie i don't agree i think he's good defensively he's not selkie good but the thing with that award is you just got to pump somebody's tires enough and they just become the selkie for the rest of their life like like bergeron won it on off years because it's patrice bergeron so he just gets the award wasn't it uh on that's what i mean like it's it's like You, once you win it once or once you have a hype for it, it's your award for the rest of your life. So if we can just yeah. hype up Austin Matthews a little bit for the Selkie, maybe. Maybe this is I mean if he if he keeps working at it, like there's there's no reason why not. Like the Leafs are gonna get a lot of eyes because of their success right now, right? Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Uh that's probably enough about the Leafs. Connor <laughs> McDavid reached five hundred points last night. In the exact same amount of games it took Sidney Crosby. I think that's neat. <laughs> I think they're just that good. <laughs> yeah, I know. But everyone looks at the, the argument. It's just like, oh, Crosby's not McDavid. Crosby's not McDavid. He's never been McDavid. Clearly, they're the same. Was it the exact 
same exact game? same amount of games that it took okay. Crosby and McDavid to reach 500 points. I think it was through it was 379 or something like that. Don't quote me in the exact number. I'm pretty sure it's 379. Um, but like we're talking, like McDavid has impressed the hell out of people. He's done some incredible things. But like realistically, in their career, it's the same arc. So I mean, I I, I don't know. I I love people that are making the argument that like McDavid's better than Crosby's ever been. But then you look at stuff like this. And it's like McDavid is not Crosby defensively. Crosby had some really good teams as well. Sure. Too, right? Like they not in the beginning. In the beginning it was no, crazy. I think the first two years or three years, but they also had like, you know, that's they had drafted Malkin and Crosby without ever playing True. a season. True. But that's the same as the, <laughs> so, the McDavid dry saddle thing, right? So right, yeah, 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 absolutely. Comparable no, I, I there. Obviously, Crosby played on better teams in the in the midpoint mm-hmm. of his career. Maybe McDavid does too, who knows? But it's just it's just funny to me to see people talk about how McDavid is already better than Crosby was, and then look at like you just almost forget that Crosby was such an elite point scorer early Dude, in his career. He's such a gamer, it's crazy. Like he he flies under the radar because he he's not flashy, like overly flashy. I mean, like you'll see Crosby do something where it's like, oh, he bats the puck out of the air. It's like to him though, that's not flashy. That's just hand eye, no. and that's something that he's trained himself to do is just hit the puck out of the air. Right. Yeah. If you're like under 18 years old right now, I don't think you can fully respect what Sidney Crosby was. Because like realistically, like I grew up with Sidney Crosby. Like I was what was that? Mm-hmm. Two thousand four would have been actually let's go oh five. Oh five would have been sixteen yeah. years ago. Right. I was like twelve. I grew up with Sidney Crosby. Yeah. 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 Like so 14. realistically at twelve I kind of knew what was going on in hockey, which is mm-hmm. a little different. And that was the beginning of it. But if you were a little younger than me, when you started paying attention to hockey was when Sid was going through his concussion stuff. Two thousand five? You're like ten, man. Sixteen years ago? Oh yeah, I was eight. Like, no, I was I was eight, not twelve. I was eight. eight. I was That's 10. what I was. You were ten. Um, yeah, so like it's w- around the time where like you're kind of getting into hockey and like you're watching, right? So that was when I watched Sid. But if you're below me, when you started watching and paying attention is when Sid was hurt, and like you kind of really don't get to respect what Sidney Crosby was early on in his career. And now you're watching McDavid grow up in probably. I'd say he's in the prime of his career now already. It's going to be a long prime, but he's in the prime. And you're watching this kid just dazzle, and you kind of just look at what Sid is now still playing in the league and what McDavid is coming into the league, and you're like, oh, McDavid's better. But I don't know if you can fully respect that. I feel like he, like, really influenced a lot of parts of the game that that people miss. You know, like, the reason why skating is such an an emphasis now in this game is because of Sidney Crosby. Like, because of Crosby's ability to to cut angles and to basically move his skates any way on the ice and still keep his speed or generate speed. Like, that's why you're seeing these players look at it now, right? That's why you're seeing that everybody, even down to your, like, grinders, they have to know how to skate because Sidney Crosby, if he got one-on-one with them, he was by them, and it didn't matter. Those so fucking it, tree trunk legs were blowing right. by you all day. Absolutely, and he he put, like, he put skating and puck possession yep. on the map, and, like, just his IQ, like, he, yeah, he thinks the game through, right? And that's just, I feel he like without those. Who years off realistically mm-hmm. came back and scored was it two goals and two assists i think it was in his return game including like a one-handed roof job against the islanders right like, yeah yeah yeah. he was an elite athletic uh, like uh, athletic person i guess we'll call it. like just athletically he was elite unmatched and that's kind of one of the things you have to be now and he made that a thing like 
He yeah, was man, and he, above and beyond what everyone else was doing. And he was part of a draft, too, that brought in a lot of these. Like, as I'm looking at the names, and, like, Bobby Ryan went just after him. Jack Johnson, who was a name, I think they actually play together now. Like, dude, Kerry Price He's awesome, was in that man. draft. Anze on, on Kopitar really? was there. Really? Like, Tuka Rask. Yeah, Tuka Rask. That whole TJ little Oak. era. Like, if you look at Team Canada's World Juniors that year, yeah. uh, that lockout year, it's gross. Yeah. It's disgusting. Dude, TJ Oshie was in that draft. Yep. Steve Downey, buddy. It's crazy. He was man. part like, of that. They're, they're gross. Yeah, that whole team. James Neal, like Mark Edward Vlasic. Like, so he was, but my point to saying this was he was part of a lot of players who like mm. made a name for themselves in the NHL, right? Like Chris Letang was drafted later on that year. There were some big right? names. Like, big names that yeah, are still he, currently in the NHL. Brent Seabrook was around there too, was he not? Um, I think it might have been the year the before. Or I'm going to look at the 04 one because those two years, though, right, without yeah. ever having yeah. anybody still, play. We're still talking about guys that are playing today and still big yeah. names in the NHL today, and he was dominating them. Dominating them is unbelievable. I, I have a ton of respect for Connor McDavid and what he can do. But in the conversation, it's still Sid over McDavid throughout their careers for me personally. I don't know. Uh, I think we're done with hockey. It's a good amount of time. Uh, let's move on to the NFL a little bit. News came out of the NFL today, uh, or not today, a couple days ago. Uh, Carson Wentz was traded to the Colts. I forget the – I should have wrote down the return. Do you know what it was? Um, a second round and a third round, but it's a conditional second that could be a first if he plays 75% of snaps. <laughs> 75? So basically if he doesn't get hurt is the – Basically if he doesn't get hurt. Which, I mean, he had that one year where he was hurt. Or two years, I guess. And then but last year he was healthy. He just sucked. The team just sucked. I don't even think he sucked. Um, I I think this will be interesting for the Colts. I think this is a fucking amazing move for the Colts. Cause yeah. like, dude, even if this doesn't pan out, you lose a second and a third. Mm-hmm. And if it does pan out, like he's shown that he is a an accurate quarterback. Yeah. And that offensive line has always been talked about being They're gonna give him four line. hours in that pocket. They go from like a bottom league offensive line to yeah. the best. I'm I'm gonna say that it's the best offensive line in the league right now. Okay. Like, dude, they they are so young and they are so like they put up such a strong pocket for anybody. Like, yeah. dude, Phillip Rivers was that's why he loved it, man. He had so much time back there. They made Phillip Rivers look like a good quarterback <clears throat> at like right. 100 years old. Right. So that's that's what I'm saying, man. He's going to – oh, and then even like the running back situation is so much better. His wide receivers now are not bottom of the league. No. You know, T-wise, their defense is disgusting, so they're not yes. going to have to worry about field position. I think it. I think it's a perfect fit for Carson Wentz. I. I think if he doesn't make it work here, he's not going to make it work anywhere. I think the Eagles were absolutely fleeced. I don't know why you're giving him up for anything less than than two first rounds. Like, no, why yeah, I don't get you it. drafted or at least him one? How do you not get a first round? You drafted game? him second overall, right? Yeah. Like that's behind Jared Goff, and Jared Goff not only brought a return of Matt Stafford, the better quarterback, yeah. but it, you gave up a lot of first rounds with him, and he was supposedly the better yeah. option. I, and now, like you're trading wild. like Carson Wentz, and you don't get anything. Like you get it's nothing wild. back. It's wild to I, me. I, I don't get it. It's. I think they could have done better with that trade, but it comes with the, the the stipulation of the fact that he was not good last year in Philly, and a lot of people are blaming him for it. I get that, man, but get something that you can use then. Yeah. Get a player. I, I, get... I don't disagree with you. I think you're right. I think they should have got a lot more than what they did. But given the circumstances, I think 
they did what they could and they wanted him out just so they could use Jalen. And I think Jalen's going to be fine there. I think Jalen looked good down the stretch. He's a better fit for that offense. But I think oh, this he, is going to work. I, I assume this is going to work out really well for Carson Wentz, too. Yeah, he's a better fit for the way that, that the NFC, I feel like, plays, right? The NFC is a very mobile quarterback, usually, like, obviously, besides Tom Brady, but like Aaron Rodgers. You're telling me Tom's not mobile? <clears throat> Dude, Tom can move it, okay? Tom gets gets up and down you the field. You see him moving through to. after those uh, yeah. those drinks he had. He was my favorite highlight of him is not even an NFL highlight. It's his forty yard dash when he came out of Michigan. That's my favorite Tom highlight because he that is a hundred and ten percent effort if I've ever seen it. He's got like the baggiest sweater. Like it's just like whatever clothes you could find. You know, back in what what two thousand. I forgot to write this down. But speaking of, speaking of Tom. Did you see the story about the girl whose grandfather uh, helped create the initial Lombardi trophy? No. I'm gonna pull her up. I don't. I don't think we need to know her. I don't think we need to know her name. Um, But the there's a girl. Actually, you know what? I don't even care about her name. I know the story well enough. I don't need to read it. Um, There's a woman. Her grandfather was a part of the team that created the initial Lombardi trophy. I don't know who the hell interviewed her, but she was doing an interview with someone. I don't remember. I don't know who. It doesn't matter who. And she was talking about Tom Brady and how he disrespected the trophy by throwing it from boat to boat and how she lost sleep over it for two straight nights. And she feels as though she deserves an apology for the disrespect they showed towards this sacred trophy that Tom Brady has seven of. Gronk dented one. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. Um, oh, this is not like it's. It's not I, the I worst thing that's happened to the trophy. I get it, an apology, but I was just about to say I don't that. get it. I what don't you, what you, you don't see behind closed doors? <laughs> my God, you would never want to touch that trophy. No, I mean they're different trophies every. That's the other thing. It's a different trophy every single year. They make a new one. Every year. This is not the trophy your grandfather. Yeah, but who, who keeps that one? That's that singular one. You there know, like do one. they not is it they, not like a make, week? They, no, they they make I don't know who keeps that trophy. Do you not in the do team. you not get like yeah, but do you not get like you know oh. you know with the Stanley Cup I'm picturing like a week yeah. with your or a day with your, yeah. your Stanley Cup? You don't know, get a day same, with a trophy. I'm assuming it's the same thing, you get a day with a Lombardi. Uh, right. Okay, so this is what I'm saying though. That is probably You not, don't want to know what happens in those days? Like no. you've seen publicly some of the things that happens with the Stanley Cup and like what they do dude, in that cup. Phil Kessel ate hot dogs out the top. Yeah, dude. Yelping. Petrangelo like, was dishing pasta out of the top of it. Like, I don't think it gets a great clean job. Maybe I'm wrong. They probably might. That dude has to sanitize that. Getting put in there. You, you not think there's some there's some liquids that should not be in a cup? Tons of liquids that's, in that this cup. Is not good. We're talking about a trophy that you do. There's 55 of them in circulation, right? Because that was Super Bowl 55. Yeah. There's 55 of those trophies. There could be 56, depending on what they did with, with Gronk's dented one. I don't know if they kept it and just Maybe. said, here you go. Yeah, Probably because that'd just like, be the most New England thing to do. If you're going to come out and say this, just come out and say you don't like Tom Brady. You don't have to bullshit and tell me that, like, oh, he disrespected my grandfather's hard work and everyone there winning. Shut up. Just tell me you don't like Tom Brady. I don't give a shit why. Tell me you don't like Tom Brady. Tell me you don't like he did it. Fine. He doesn't owe you a goddamn thing. I think it's 
crying over not spilled milk oh. because they caught it and yeah, the milk didn't even <laughs> spill. You're right. If he loses it's it, it sinks. You know, like, I get it. Yeah, if no one can swim down and get it. Like I understand that. But, but she she put out this interview thinking like everyone's gonna be on her side. Like, oh, look at this poor woman. She's so torn up. Not a single person okay. with her on this. It's hilarious. There's this bubble, mm-hmm. and when you walk into the NFL mm-hmm. and and you reach a certain status, they they take this bubble and they just yeah, and you're in it. He's and in that's it. it. Tom is in and it. Tom Brady is in it. And Tom, Tom is the bubble. <laughs> Tom's got his own bubble. Tom Brady, Tom Brady can do can, whatever he wants. Tom Brady can text about deflated balls, delete them, not give his phone for days, give it in, and then get like a couple games, a slap on the oh, wrist, and then just say, okay. poor thing. Yeah, like, four Tom, games. On. Tom Brady is like the reason your trophy still exists at this point. He has yes. more. He has more than any other franchise has. He can do whatever the fuck he wants with that seventh one because who cares? He is now gone from being the villain mm-hmm. to being the hero <laughs> in the matter crazy. of... You're right. In a year. A year. In, in a year. He was a villain last year. Everybody was like, oh, good job, Tennessee. Way to take him out. Yeah. Fuck Tom Brady. Yeah. He now goes to Tampa Bay. And he it's like, took out oh. arguably the villain in Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. It's crazy. Right. Crazy. What a redemption story for Tom Brady. Right. They wore the all whites. That was not by accident. Like they knew what they were doing. They were coming in. Tom Brady was doing exactly no. what he did, you know. Yeah. And now he even chirps Tyron Matthew and he apologizes afterwards, like any any good guy would do. Hey man, yeah. feel sorry about that. That was all he the moment, you know. Yeah. I think Tyron Matthew did the same thing. Like he tried to make up the whole story and absolutely uh, just realized he was mic'd up and he's like, All right, I can't play this angle. But yeah, I've I haven't even heard the mic'd up. Is there, is I, there mic'd I don't up think up? they released it, but apparently no, it was reported that he was mic'd up and that's why right. they he took it. The down. fact that they don't want to makes me think that something there's nothing was, there. I don't think there's anything there. Is I think anything there? No, no, I think maybe there was something so bad that they I couldn't don't, they don't it, want to ruin why would he delete it then? Because he deleted it because he knew he was mic'd up. Like I, I think I at this know. point I it doesn't know. matter what Tom said, but um, yeah, that's football. We don't. We're probably not going to talk much football, but we had some left. We had some left over. That was big. That's a big move. But baseball's back. Pitchers it's and catchers reported today. I think it was yep. or yesterday. Today, one of the last they two reported. days. The Jays are all there. All the Blue Jays pitchers and catchers. Um. Yeah, Alejandro Kirk looks in shape. Lost some weight. Looks great. You know what I've been hearing uh, about every no. single Blue Jay? Yep. No, but you know what I'm hearing? They've trimmed down. Every single Blue Jay apparently had an issue with, with their weight. <laughs> they had a big weight trim. issue, apparently? Because, yeah, you're right. You're right. Vlad trimmed down. Kirk, Kirk trimmed down. I even heard Danny Jansen kind of trimmed oh, down a little nice. bit. Don't know why. I they hope he just, has a breakout year, man. That kid deserves it. Oh, man. Um, he, just, if, he just needs to hit, and that's it. Yeah, like that's all. Just, he, I, he's a good defensive catcher, and I hope he gets yeah. back to that. Don't worry, don't worry about the do defensive catch. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just Can I just say job. though, I'm having a really big issue watching all these supposed Toronto pitchers just walk away to other teams, and then oh man, Paxton goes this week, and then uh, Taiwan goes today for nothing. There was some dude on like a, a sports radio show and he i can't remember if it was paxton or walker but he didn't know and he was talking about it like oh you know if the jays i think it was paxton like oh if the jays signed paxton it's like dude this morning one year six million is gone like it was already or whatever it was yeah it was just like it was already gone and then he 
it was it just sucks so funny because they interviewed James Paxson too, and they're like, "Oh, like was the Blue Jays interested?" And they're like, "Yeah, they showed a lot of interest, and like they were showing a whole lot of interest early on, and they were one of the but teams that showed the most interest." Out, right? But they never made an offer. Yeah. He said that too. He's like, it was weird because they showed a ton of interest, but they never made an offer. I'm like, why? Why did we? Why? <laughs> Give them just something. Give them something to look at. If you're that interested, be like, hey, this is what we think. And if he doesn't take it, he doesn't take it. Who cares? Give him like something. Give him a chance to come here. It's so weird. I don't like it. Uh, and then Taiwan, you could have got ta- you could have offered Taiwan the contract. He got no problem. He would have came back. That hurts. That hurts that, so that, much. I think that one hurts, man. Like, he seemed like he wanted to be a Blue Jay, and, and yeah. those are the hardest ones to watch walk away. Right? I think like, Paxton, did you? Paxton as a Canadian, I don't think he was too opposed to coming home. No, but I understand why I go back to Seattle. That's the team that, you know, and he's close. He's, he's, he's closer. Team. Yeah, I guess I was going to say he's closer in Seattle. So I understand he might, that completely. He probably grew up as Mariners fan. but That's going home for him. I, yeah, I completely I get, understand I get that, it. But. But like he 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 got drafted by the Jays way back when before he went back to college. So I mean, like, there's some roots there, and like, it's a team. I could, he would have been interested going to, and I think he seemed like he wanted to come here. That's funny. I find that so funny. Offer. By the way, that you can do that, you can just be like, no, <laughs> I'm no, I'm gonna. Go. I remember doing so, that in the show one year. All four years, I got drafted by the Orioles. I was like, this is just fucked. <laughs> it's <laughs> so great because, so like, that's not the reason you do it. It's not because of the team you go to. It's because you want to get schooling in that. But if no, you play absolutely. MLB The Show, yeah. and, and you're like, I'm not playing for this team. We're you do it, like, one year, and then you're like, nope, no thanks. And you and go then, back for another year. And then you, you, yeah. tank the, you tank the showcase so that you can go play on a better team. It's great. Because yep. you're going to make it to the majors in one year anyways. They They – Designed that poorly, very poorly. But I yeah, love it. that game. As long as you're hitting, that's it. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. I'm the worst fielder for whatever position I play. But my hitting, you just gotta hit. It's all it is. That's and you'll just make it up the ranks all day long. Speaking of make it up the ranks, there was a kid that's done that in the last two years. Took him two years to make it up the ranks, and he cashed in yesterday. Wow, was it third richest contract in MLB history? Yeah, he signed a 14 year. Three hundred and seventy million. Three hundred and seventy. Three hundred forty million dollars. Three hundred forty. Three hundred seventy is the top, I think. Three forties. Yeah. So yeah, sorry. I think A Rod had four something, but either way, this is no. Four, the three. Right the three forty yeah. is not the thing that I find insane. The fourteen, 14 years. years is what I find insane. I'm gonna be thirty thirty eight when that contract expires. Isn't he? He's thirty-five. He's, when that he's twenty-two now, so, so he'll be, be 36. 30, thirty-six. Yeah. Sorry, thirty-six. Thirty-six when that expires. That's insane. And he could probably sign another deal after that, depending on how okay. his career goes. But to be fair, man, that's good. I want to say him. that's good on the Padres. That's yeah, good on Tatis. Like the fact that you're going to get him for not only that's the a amount of big respect move from Fernando yeah. Tatis to sign that deal because you just you want to be there and you want this franchise to succeed. I love that, and that's a huge move for the San Diego Padres if he is what he's supposed to be because and you dude, now have like, one of the best players in the MLB locked up for 14 years. And we've seen time. this time and time again, man. Trades are so easy if a player mm-hmm. wants out. Like, realistically, if he says, Albert dude, Pujols give me got a... traded. Or no, he right. signed, didn't he? He signed, I think. I'm wrong. Never mind. You're wrong. I'm You're wrong. wrong. I, I'm wrong. Okay. I apologize. Um, <laughs> you were really excited Prince about that. Fielder, one, I like your was Prince Fielder. No, Prince Fielder signed too. Never mind. Um, you I can't know. think of any way. Francisco Lindor got traded. Hit the ball with yeah. the bat. You know? uh, Sidney Cross. No, wait. Uh, <laughs> either way, 
you have Fernando Tatis, if he's in his prime, if he is what he is, you have, I would say, a top five player in the MLB, maybe top three for the next 14 years. And, like, realistically, if you signed him to a six-year deal yesterday, you're paying him that $27 million a year, I think it is, $24, $27 million a year. And then at the end of those six years, you're probably paying upwards of $35, $40, $45 million because the market is just ever-increasing in the MLB. It never goes down. No, they so, make so much money. So Holy in six, six, seven years, when Fernando Tatis is either the best or the second best player in baseball, you're now going to have to pay him 40 a year, so you're paying even more money. So this is just an elite move, both business-wise and baseball-wise, for the San Diego Padres. Like, it was and so this is, well done. This is really good for the Padres, who, like, are, are not an organization that bring in names usually, right? Like, now oh. they are, and they've done a lot of it through trade. And, like, I think Manny Machado is one of the biggest names that they've yeah. brought in through yeah. signing, right? Yeah. Everybody else they've traded for, and they've Hosmer... made strategic trade Hosmer as well no sorry he's he's another one but Hosmer wasn't Hosmer is not this he's not this name no Hosmer is not a, well, he wasn't even a top 10 I think when he signed you know what I mean like he, he was, was just good he, but he wasn't yeah. like he might have been a top 10 free agent but he wasn't a top 10 player no, in the league no, no, right it no, was just right. they wanted they needed a name and and they needed to solidify first base and then they did it and then Machado and like they, they're building pieces right now they're yeah. trading and, and they're spending money and they you know they're crazy but they're, this, they're, they're I would say, if not the best, they're the second best team in baseball. And that's crazy to think from the San Diego Padres, who my entire life growing up, the Padres have sucked. They've never been good. I, I can't remember a time that I've watched baseball where I'm like, wow, the Padres could do it this year. No. But it's like, normally like, ah, oh, the Padres might huge. be out of last this year. Also, too, you know what this guarantees? Like, Mookie Betts signed a pretty large contract over in, in out the other LA did not. Like, so this right there is kind of like, okay, I this see your Mookie. Mookie with, this with, is your Mookie with, Betts. With, yeah. But it's he your plays own a really Mookie good Betts, which is crazy. Yeah. And he's younger. Yeah. And he's, he's, got the, he's shown the ability to be the he's best player. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. I think he got ranked at eighth by MLB.com, if I'm not mistaken. It was in the top 10. Excuse me, the top 10 for sure. Uh, among all players in baseball. So at 22 years old, he's already being called a top 10 player in baseball. You could argue top five. He's just figuring it out, and his confidence is already exactly where you want it to be and more. Mm -hmm. Sixth. He got ranked sixth. Right. The only only players in front of him, Juan Soto, Freddie Freeman, Jake DeGrom, Mookie Betts, Mike Trout. That's that's some good company. I don't even think I'd put... Oh yeah, I like it. I think I'd actually put him in the top five, though, if that's my One, list. Do you think Juan Soto drops out? Yeah, it's tight. I think. I think if just we're based looking on at, the fact that Soto, but if we're looking at young, but if we're looking at the young young elite, that's like, and you want to tell me who's better? It's you're tight. Tell me Juan it's Soto really tight. They're both right. really good hitters. Regardless, these are two guys that are under twenty. Why can't Juan Soto be six and Fernando Tatis be four? You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. These like are two guys your, like, that are under 23 years old, and we're talking about top six guys. It's nuts. Baseball's crazy right now. I love it. Nobody oh, watches The young kids. It. Like, that's, it's funny with, with hitting, and, and I kind of, like, lead into this a little bit with, the, with my question later, like, you know, the bullpen okay. prospects. But, like, mm-hmm. this game now for hitters is a young man's game. Sure. Like, sure. They, they come out 
they come out swinging. They don't care about the rules. How many times have we said, you know, oh, Fernando Tatis no. pimped a grand slam when he wasn't supposed to. Ronald Acuna, dude. Like, Ronald same Acuna, stuff. Bo Bichette is going at Kershaw. Tim Anderson. Right. Like, like there's these a long guys list. don't care anymore. And they're like, why do we have to respect the pitching rules when we have no hitting? Like, we're going to yeah, just hit you. I That's it. it. If you, if you throw me it. a meatball, you're going to find out you threw me a meatball. Yeah. This game is so you know? much. It's going to yeah. be so much more fun for the next 10, 15 years because of all these kids coming up with such a different yeah. mindset. And, like, so, so cool. did the ball, like, what was it? They're, they're, they're yeah, they deadened the ball. What, deadened the ball? Yeah, dejuicing it. Come on. <laughs> so was like, Why? Hey, Why? Why? Fuck pitchers. We don't like pitchers. We like hits. Home runs you are way more fun than strikeouts. Pitchers are already cheating themselves. We, we have that. Like, fuck. I was How both, about this? I pitched. I played shortstop. I would much rather this? prefer to watch fucking home runs and strike him. Vince McMahon comes on the mic, yells it's a no disqualification season, and everybody <laughs> just can use whatever they want. If steroids you want to throw some <laughs> running rampant, that'd be a fun league. Okay. Do you imagine I, an all steroids league? Can I ask why? You're being paid millions of dollars. Millions, millions of dollars. Sure. Do whatever the fuck you want. I want to watch the best content I can see. I don't give a shit if you're juicing or not. I, I, don't I really do not from care. a business standpoint. That would be great. It's not Why is it okay in WWE, don't use it? but it's not. You know? Right, right. Yeah, no, I, I, it's I not think very they, fair to the guys that don't use it, so I get it. But, but that's your from choice. From a pure entertainment that's, standpoint. That's your, but that's your choice. Though. There's nothing, yeah. especially in base in baseball, like, okay, if you get a hold of one, absolutely, it's, it's going to go farther. You go very far. The ball is already going farther. Yeah. The hitters are already hitting more home runs. So what's like what's the drastic increase if these guys all of a sudden like pitchers can take it too? Take yeah. some steroids. Sure. Sure. Everyone takes steroids. Steroids for everybody. Let's go. <laughs> I'm here. If you want a national an steroids adult. league. If you want an adult, go for it, man. Why is it cheating? Oh, it's sure. a performance enhancing drug. Great. They're already yeah. enhanced their performance because they're professionals and I'm you know not. What else they're is gonna enhance the though. size of your it's, pockets? Because I'm going 40 home runs a game. <laughs> Sign me up. You're telling me if the guys are throwing 120, LeBron's gonna play into 56 because he's just, and then that's it. His heart's gonna explode at 56 because he's just all steroided out. <laughs> Nobody lives you, past 60. Like, no. it's just terrible. Everyone's, yeah, no. Maybe that's None of these why. players live that long. Dude, why. come on. How many of these players are, are never seeing that long dude vincent jackson okay this yeah shit we didn't mention that hard yeah vincent jackson that's brutal. died at 38 yeah that's brutal passed away we yeah, probably should tougher. we probably should have mentioned that in football but um i can't speak a lot to it because i didn't really watch football as a kid growing up so vincent jackson's not really a huge part of my life but the fact that he passed away at 38 is worrisome yeah. Especially he in a league where this he is was good, man. Like you'll you'll find a lot of wide receivers that'll come out and say that they idolize what Vincent Jackson did yeah. for the game, right? Like Mike just, Evans had a lot to say about him. Like yeah, especially it. with with Tampa Bay and the Chargers being his roots, right? You have mm-hmm. like, yeah, Mike Evans, man. He one that's of the, that's one an of the best right? now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. So he had a lot of positive things to say about Vincent Jackson. Um, it's tough to hear, it's, man. It's, it's terrible. To hear. It's it's terrible in the league that already has enough terrible shit going on with it, and just like the entire thing with CTE and their battle with it, and like the fact that there's really nothing they can do about it. It's just so hard to see more and more guys losing I, battles to this. I find it incredibly funny how, with almost more equipment, it creates like a false sense of 
of safety yeah and it's like it's it causing more injury it's right not. like if you if i watched like having the disown app like i've watched yep. a little bit of rugby right and even aussie rules football like those guys tackle but they they almost tackle it's not like full speed like, like hi yeah right yeah. and they like it's it's a little more respectful i think the nfl is trying to get that way you know they they implemented rules where it's no headshots no Sure. You know, nothing below the but knees, but there's also like, you it's, it's human reaction to duck. It's human. Like there's just, it's, it's accident. It's accidental a lot of times, right? Like that's the thing with and concussions it, and head trauma and shit. You don't need to get hit in the head to suffer from you need to shake. It's you just need to the shake jarring. It's the jarring of your body in general that ends up messing with your head. And, it's and, just and think about that though. That helmet is like holding you're like it's just holding your head you still you're not moving right. but your brain your is, is not still, being yeah. held anywhere and yeah. that i think that that's something that the nfl honestly needs to attend to like they've already tried to go away from these huge hits man like patrick willis used to be known for his his huge hits like cam chancellor they were big hitters and now if you see any of those hits in these games they'd Montez be thrown Perfect's off been run out of the league for it be suspended for it always you'd spend more time on the bench owing money to them than you would in the league like, it would make no sense yeah no and I, I so why why are we keeping these types of things in place because like what it's it's tradition like tradition they didn't start off with much equipment you know tradition it was like it was it like was leather. Fuck, it was this little thing you put on your head yeah man <laughs> that's, that's like the Patriots logo that I that I little, fell in love with was little, that logo was the guy in the crouch brown, position like, yeah head condom thing that just kind of yeah absolutely it was didn't perfect. actually yeah. protect no face mask no and, and it's and just it's, but I think that kind of limits the like I'm not going at a guy at a buck twenty to try and take him out no, if I'm and, and that's where there's like a, res- a respect yeah. right and and there's has to be a certain level of gamesmanship yeah no I agree. right and like it it. it you got to understand that the other guy on the line is is a human too, trying yeah, to do the exactly. same thing. Yeah, they like have if, they have a family the same way you do. If you don't respect them being on the other team, respect them for doing the same thing you're doing. You know, exactly. like that. Oh, I agree. And yeah, and it's just it's it's tough to see another person because you know, as far as I've looked into the Vince Jackson story, like he was he went missing for a bit. Like he didn't tell anybody where he went. He was in like a hotel, I believe, like kind of by himself, like. You know all these things like CTE has shown that it's really it's bad affect yeah it affects your brain chemistry right I've watched a couple documentaries about that and it, how how it really does change your ability to make make rational decisions mm-hmm. so it's it, tough it's, it's, it's tough brutal. to see that man especially yeah like you yeah. said thirty eight have they said how he died yet I, I like I haven't no, seen I, I haven't looked no I haven't seen like a, a headline and I think they're gonna keep it pretty. Hush, hush. Probably like, yeah, Especially if it's the NFL, people. and if it ends up being something like that, the NFL is going to yeah. keep that unlocked as, as uh, what do you call it? Yeah, like sports, sports tries to do that, right? Like, you know, there was a case way back when Junior Seau, like he, when he yeah. committed suicide, like he shot himself through the chest so that so they, they could, could study test his, his brain, brain, right? And then that's kind of what kicked it off, yeah. Well, even if you've watched the Aaron Hernandez documentary, like he suffered from serious CTE. Obviously, uh, it's no excuse for what he did, but like, no, but he, saw, he suffered hardcore from it. There's but a your bunch rational of decision, man. That's what, it, like, your ability to make decisions with with logical thinking afterwards yeah. is. And I've heard that getting in uh, a regular NFL tackle 
is the equivalent mm-hmm. as if you're being like kind of rear-ended, you know, that, that yeah. jerking motion of yeah. your head back, yeah. like that's what they're doing. So think about that. Imagine that like 15 to 20 times a game, at least. If not, yeah, absolutely. Right. And then that's the, that's the minor ones. Those are the regular ones. Never yeah. mind the huge hits that we see the, the, the wrong falls, like yeah. so much, right. We've yeah. seen quarterbacks. Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes got falling. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was just a clean tackle that he just fell and smashed his head against the ground. Right. Like stuff like that. Um, the movie concussion, not a great movie, but that whole story and like everything are in there. Just like, that's what you need to take away crazy. from that is that there's a, there's a story. Crazy. It's hundred percent right? like, legitimately going on right now. And it's crazy to watch that and just see guys continue to go down. Like, like Jackson, that's just, it hurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's take it to a more positive side of things. Cause Absolutely. We've got enough we're done with sports. I think, unless you got anything <gasps> on your mind. Um, uh, I have one question actually. Yep. It's a baseball thing. Okay. How come there's not more pitchers being built through a bullpen role? You know what I mean? Like when you have a the really high I guess so. Yeah, because that's that was I guess the way he did it. I, I was sort of caught Aaron Sanchez when he became a starter. Yeah. Not when um, he, was the, and, no, he was he was a good bullpen arm. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody else that did that. I think I don't know. It, it Carlos Martinez is another one that came up like that. Okay. A lot of guys are already. They're already ready to throw seven. Well, Santana, I heard Santana like back in the day. Maybe, um, like Johan Santana. Yeah, maybe I don't really. Know. I think he was like a rule five. What I heard was like a rule five draft. And Could then, be. See, the, the thing with that is, as a pitcher, if you're ready to be a starter, as like coming out of high school or college, you're ready to be a starter. Like you've pitched six, seven innings, and like you're you're made to do that. Like you're not going out there throwing a hundred percent every single inning like pitching as a starter is so different than pitching as a reliever because as a reliever you just go out and you hum your arm off until you're done your three batters and you go sit down starters have to think of it a little more like strategically in the fact that you can't really throw all your good stuff in the first couple innings because now they've seen it the first time through the order and like you have to face them a second time and they're gonna they've already seen your good stuff so they know how to hit it so trying to get guys to adapt to major league hitters going 100 percent like you got to blow your arm off to try and get three guys out and then trying to turn them back into starters is kind of a difficult thing to do. Okay. Because I'm just thinking, like, from the, the Jays' perspective, man, like, they have a lot of guys who are, you know, like, bottom-end rotation guys, yep. you know, three, four, five. Anthony who are K, also older. I think. Yeah, who are also older, though. And I'm thinking about, you know, there's there's these names you hear that are in the minor league system. So sure. why not, if you bring them up to the pen, and I get it that you're saying, like, you know, an inning or so yeah. is because you're throwing everything you got into one inning. You're not learning how to how to pace it up. But for me, it's like you're getting MLB experience. You're looking sure. at these batters. And, like, yeah, it's an inning, but it's like, okay, I get to try this out. And, and you're right, go balls to the wall and, and yeah. see if I can do this. Both sides of the argument, I can hear both sides. I, I get <clears> it. Um, I think Sean Reed Foley would have been a perfect example. Like, you know what, it's just not there as a starter. Let's just work him up in the bullpen and get him some, some reps. And maybe yeah. he turns into a starter. But I think there's got to be a point where you just accept that some of these guys can't be starters because you have so many and just bury them in the bullpen and let them work and see if they can get guys out. And if you have guys that are getting multiple innings of batters out and just dominating, maybe try and move them back into the rotation and see how they do. But I, I think a lot, I think you're right. I think teams should look at doing it with their bottom tier guys. Like I think guys yeah. like Kay and Baraki, Thornton, Wags pack. I think a lot of those type of guys would probably benefit from it very well. But I think even, even in the case of like in the case of like Jays Nate have. Pearson, like I don't think Nate Pearson would benefit from it. 
because Nate Pearson has to be a very different pitcher as a starter because he can throw 104 if he throws his arm out. But he but can't he do that as a starter. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think like, but I think the other guys, absolutely. There should be yeah. a chance to go sit down in the bullpen and just work out and try and figure out how to get guys out. I, I don't know. I, I don't disagree with you. I think that's right. Um, it's every other week. I think this is the first time we agreed on something though, for the record. Wow. Look at us go. Eh? Um, we do the same thing every other week and we're doing Love it again. It. Would you Love rather it. round three? Hopefully there's enough questions in here. We've done a lot of them already. Have we really? It's just like, you, you don't have another one. randomizer? <laughs> I could probably look for another one, but there's just some new ones already, so we're good. Okay. 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 Oh, you can see them? I didn't know you could see them ahead of time. I, well, I see both questions. I've oh, already looked up oh. the website. It's like a thing that I just clicked through. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. Well, I've clicked two, through two of them, and I haven't seen either of them, but they weren't good. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather... Believe your friends like you or know exactly what your friends think about you? Know exactly what they think about me. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, that's going to make I man. like being blissfully ignorant, man. <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if they hate me, they can hate me on their own time. Just pretend you like me in person. Bump my ego up a bit. It's cool. I mean, you do have a lot of I friends. I feel like that's where you do have a real shit person. <laughs> I'm a pretty garbage person. That's there's bound to be a few people that don't like me. I don't want to know that. If they want to come have a beer with me still, that's fine. Hate Dude, me. Ignorance is bliss. I get that. That's what I mean, man. I'm pretty okay. happy being it. Okay. Right. No, man, I'd, I'd like to know what they think about me. <laughs> All right. That's fair. <laughs> there's no wrong answers here. This is the best part. Would you rather know when you will die or know how you will die? Let's say how. Yeah. I think yeah, I, don't I couldn't know when. do it. I, oh, I don't want to count down. You'd be like counting down. I guess down. the countdown sucks. Like it would be so stressful in that last little bit. But I know what I can do now and like where like I fucking throw my limit to because I know when I'm going. There's no sense in like, oh, I'll do this in a few years because if I don't have a few years, I might as well do it now. Okay. You ever seen the movie In Time? It's like a yep. real shit yeah, movie. Yeah. It's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So that alone freaked me out the scene where they're running together and i'm like oh my god it's gonna, yeah, it's like, it's gonna run get the out. arm it's... thing together yeah but can you imagine like you know like there's just the like oh you want you, oh yeah i got oh 17 minutes Shit, i really miss playing that and it's just no i don't want that the one thing i don't get with that movie is like there's an outskirts where they just walk past it and the timer's no longer relevant how does that work <laughs> <laughs> Um, you're just, you reach this state of an eternal being, you know, you just, you just become immortal when you pass. Yeah, the, that's it. Yeah. Do you, do you die you normally now. then? If I don't know. Man. The, I did didn't really the watch the movie much past a little, like the I've beginning was cool. Times, the I beginning was cool. I remember I bought it for like five bucks at HMV when they were around. I don't understand those like arm wrestling things they do. You know what I mean? It's where like, like they're, you like they're betting, flip like them you, over. No, I get it. I, yeah, no, no, no. But, but like where they it. do the thing where you have to try and stay on top. Like, Why does that? Like, how does that? I don't get it. Like how is that a competition? It's literally like arm wrestling. Yeah, like you're but both it's like not. Arm, but like that's just strength. This is just turning your arm over. Best man know. to turn. And like I don't understand how Justin Timberlake's thing works, where he like just waits until he's down to nothing, and the person's like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna win," and you're like, "Nope." Because he eases off a bit, you know. That's I don't know. And then all of a sudden you sense. just you just summon the superhuman strength to hold them there for the rest of the if time. If he eases off, over. if he eases off, wouldn't, wouldn't he have more strength too? 
to just like stop you like what if that's he stops I mean. you that's what i mean that's you're it. dead you don't have enough time to react to like oh shit i got three seconds might as well flip I mean, oh no he stopped JT. me boom is Crazy. jt dying? there's a lot JT's of holes in that movie but jt's not dying <laughs> Uh, oh, wow. Would you rather have 50% of your body burned or 100% of your body tattooed? Tap me up. I'd be a walking billboard. I kind of agree. Like, oh. it's, dude, I can I mean, be burned. It would I, have, be, I have a burn would, on my hand. It would interest it there. It's right there. <laughs> it's, I've had it since I was like three, and that's little. Like, that's not really that big a deal. But imagine that all over 50% of your body. Yes, you can Imagine cover. that all over 50% of your body. <laughs> I almost butchered that. Yeah, um, it's okay. Like, you saved it. I guess it doesn't hurt, depending on how you got burned, too. Like, if it's just like that, that's whatever. Yeah. And I could just put that on my chest, and that's fine. But I'm going to, no. But, like, face I, tattoos? I get some, I get some You cool get some dirty-ass looks for some face tattoos. I don't care. But you're like, you ever seen the most tattooed man? I would explain. I, if people looked at me, I'd be like, it was this or being burned 50%. So <laughs> I didn't I have a choice. Yeah. You get it? Perfect. Your, ta- yeah. your forehead tattoo said it was Exactly. This. It would just explain it. You ever seen Memento where you just like all tied <laughs> it up and it was written on them? I would just do that. This tattoo is because I would rather <laughs> not be burned. And then I would explain why I would rather not be burned. All right. Would you rather live in the world of Dr. Seuss? Live in the Star Trek universe. Dr. Seuss, 110,000%. See. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Are you kidding me? I am going fishing. I'm eating green eggs and ham. Are we talking like the books? Like the, the written version of Dr. Seuss? The world of or Dr. Are we talking Seuss? like the, the movie with, I think it was Jim Carrey of like Cat in a Hat? No, that's Mike Myers, dude. Jim Carrey did. Jim Carrey did The Grinch. Mike Myers did Cat in the Hat. Sorry, Um, which which one are we talking here? What does it matter? They're both on the same. I I know, but like the movie was. Oh yeah, it was real out there, but it looked like fun. I haven't actually seen the Lorax, like the movie. The Lorax is a good movie. Yeah, I I'd recommend it. (sighs) I honestly, I feel like I'm just not well versed enough in either one of these two things to have an opinion on either one. Star Trek. Star Trek's very Star- space. Yeah, Star Trek's yeah. like space oriented. It seems like to me they have one a lot of space. Yeah, a lot of aliens. And, and two a lot of drama. You know, I don't want if I'm in space, I want things to just be smooth sailing. I want to just go through space. You know, live my space life. Kind right. of like those people in Wally. Like I like more that. If this said that world there, you know, right. or Doctor Seuss, I'd have to think about it. But I, I don't, uh, I don't want to be caught in the crossfire of two aliens shooting blasters at each other. I don't know if that's a thing in Star Trek. Honestly, I'm not a Star Trek guy. Also, like how big easy Star Wars. I've seen ships go up in flames in a second. Yeah. You know, I've never seen happen in Doctor Seuss. Something terrible. Something You're right. It's all positive. And you know what? I'm you've you've won me over here. It is all positive in Doctor Seuss world, and you can do some wild shit. So I, I hope the I narrator. Like yeah, I hope the narrator comes along with it. You know, he just narrates everything I do all day. Yeah, I'd like that. Just like you know, little yeah. little narrator, come sure. along. And he got up today. Time. Yeah, yeah, but he rhymes. You know. I'm, it's <laughs> a fun time he did a rhyme see yeah, you just yeah, you keep perfect going. and then said, that's how your whole day goes there's actually an entire episode of how i met your mother that does that it's one of the coolest awesome. episodes it's it's wild um that show. 
Would you rather? Oh, dude, it's my favorite show of all time. It's not even close. They have so many running jokes and just. It's great. It's so good. If you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. You're missing out on so many things. There's so much emotions. It's it's the only time I've ever watched something on TV and legitimately cried. I'm not going to try to ruin it. But but Barney with his line to the to the girl at like the end in the seasons, where he gives that line. He says, "I'm going to look at a girl and I'm going to say this." hit me yeah. and i was like oh okay i was the thing with marshall's dad for me was the one that got me i'm just like it just fucking soared Dude, through my heart all, like oh my it god all really hurts you but feel then that. like you're laughing the entire rest of the episode and all of a sudden boom just dagger to the heart and you're and like then you oh. have constant saying like but um literally to this day yeah. if i hear someone say but um, <laughs> i will but, um, yeah, i'll do <laughs> it <laughs> and that's it that's so, so dude there's just so no, many good things in there it's I love a great it. show sorry if i ruined that for anybody but if i for those of you who have it seen came it, out in like 2004 or something right. like that if so you haven't seen it by it, now I'm, it's not our fault you had it spoiled for you but watch it a touching moment <laughs> we didn't spoil enough for you go watch it it's great yeah would you rather yeah. never see the sky again or never see a body of water again tough oh wow i i don't think i'd want to see this guy i'm not as like the stars are cool the stars are really cool like every now and then when you go like when we went to murder stock like (laughs) stars there were really cool that sounds really bad if you don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) something was dropped say that was on your end in there Oh, all right. Um, sorry. Yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, there's this little, little festival that uh, friends of ours put on. It's like a little music festival. It's like mini. It's called Monroe stock, but it's for some reason Mur- I've turned to calling it murder stock. They Is have just- a really good reason why they do it. And, and you it's know, it's cool. 20 bucks. You get a t- I it's got a hat. Great. It was really cool what they did. Um, but like it's out in the middle of buttfuck nowhere and the stars there are gorgeous. Like just like an entire sky full of stars. Hashtag Coldplay, how are you? Um but for a second, I thought you so said pretty. Coldplay and no, I Cole. just <laughs> We brought Cole. Cole was in wreck. It was fun. Um <laughs> Some of the funniest funniest I've ever seen of some human being being drunk was at that murder stock. But it's gorgeous there. And, like, that is the only time I've ever looked at the sky and been like, oh, I really like the sky. Clouds, to me, very overrated. No, see, I've had my mind blown by the sky a couple times, but I, I do enjoy... But you have to be under water. the influence in order to enjoy yeah. the sky. We used to, so out east especially, we would not only watch the stars all night, but then we would go sit, but it'd be by the water. We'd go sit by the water and watch the sunrise. So that's why it's tough for me. That's what I'm okay. thinking. I'm like, huh. Because I, like, I would... If I never ocean. see a body of water again, because I mean I could never go swimming or like just near a beach. Yeah. Is, just a beach, is, just a, is the beach just a thing of sand? Hot tubs are a thing of the past to you. Yeah, dude, I'm not down for that. I am definitely... I need to see the water. Tubs? No more baths. No I more Saturday no, baths. No, I guess that's a body. I was going to say a shower. A that's not a water. body of water, right? If it's shower, it's just mm-hmm. falling. Yeah, so technically, I, I think I, 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 I'm like not too worried about the, the sky. Water. The sky can go. I'm not here for it. Sky's the limit. Not not anymore for you. Sky's non-existent. 
This is neat. Uh, I don't like when you say this. You're going to chuckle. Uh, would you rather lose your genitalia or lose your dominant hand? <laughs> dominant hand? Yeah, I'm ambidextrous, so go for it. <laughs> Take whichever one you want. Um, I'm not, but I'd learn. You know, you know <laughs> you what I would learn to do? Grow new genitals. You can't grow new, Yeah, no. Like, you can put something on your little nub and do things. Like, I've seen people with one arm do shit in life. We I want, like, those a, a Star Wars kind of, you know, Darth Vader arm. I, yeah, I a little mechanical, like Luke Skywalker's yeah. little hand I'd there. I'd be for the Robo arms. Sure. Oof, that's, that's just I don't cool. know how advanced they are, but that it seems just, like we got pretty advanced. There's some dark ones that pop up here, and it's just like, <laughs> like this one was, would, You've you had rather, one dark one. would you rather We've kill learned. yourself or enter your younger sibling in the Hunger Games? Yeah, that's dark. We don't need to do this one. <laughs> um, that, that one was real. Yeah. Would you rather live in a treehouse or live in a floating boathouse? Treehouse. Treehouse? A boathouse would be like, I think I get seasick more often. You also run the risk of like the weather kicking up and like the water getting real bad. Right. And I get it that in a tree, you know, it'd be a little shaky, but I feel like I could make this tree house something. Yeah. Plus, like, I have the high and ground. You could make it sturdy enough. In You do have the high ground. It's over Anakin. Exactly. That's I what I was thinking. I was like, look, if Obi-Wan comes, comes at me. <laughs> Buddy, you ground. underestimate my power. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Like, no, like, Obi, it's I would over. love to live in a house on the water, but a floating boathouse, I'm... I'm kind of with you on that. It's just not safe enough. I could be sturdy in a tree. I think those are big in BC. Those uh, those floating, floating those boat houses. Yeah, boat houses are big in BC. And I just would feel that, you know, I could do, you know, five hours, but anything more than that on a boat, I'm, I'm starting to get sick. <laughs> this is just like, you know, whoop, 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 yeah. and I haven't moved anywhere. I'm no. just sitting there. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, yeah, it's not as, not as good. Would you rather... Wear an eye patch or have a peg leg? I think I'm here for the eye patch. I, I think if someone say, sees your eye patch, they assume you have a really cool story. But if someone sees your peg leg, they're like, oh, he could have just been born without a leg. Yeah. Thing. And a peg leg is really inconvenient to get around on. Yeah. You can't run. You're like, oh, but no. I, don't, I, don't I mean, I can't really run. Like, I would be a, a real weapon if my one eye was done. Yeah. I'd hit Life walls. is definitely harder like this. Yeah, of course it is. You're missing like half the I can't half the see view. anything over there. Oh. That's Someone funny. could be standing like right here. I only I have, have to no... turn that far. Sorry. I only have to turn a little <laughs> bit <laughs> to not see the screen anymore. So it's I realized I was covering okay. the mic. Um, that's okay. Yeah. That's funny. All right. So I patch. Would you rather be as you are now? Or have one hundred million dollars, but have a five percent chance of instant death. I'm taking the chance. You're taking the chance. I'm oh. taking the ch- dude to have a hundred. You know how how easy life would be from now on if I just got a hundred million dollars. Okay, so how easy is life if you don't have a life? <laughs> Much easier, because then I don't have to do anything. Hundred million dollars. If I die, I die. I'm sorry to everyone that 
the, the four people that like me, we've already been over. <laughs> I'm sorry to the people that I, I'm. You're welcome to the people that secretly hate me, but I'm sorry to the people that like me. But I now have a you know hundred dollars if I don't know. Not even all that like you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. On the flip side, there. If I die, do like I keep do I, dollars, do I keep the hundred million? If I die, yeah, like does it go to my family? Because I feel like I'm just providing yeah. for the house at that point. Okay. Okay. Right. I'm gonna be who I am because I'm okay. selfish like that apparently. And <laughs> I love me. Bill. I'm a big fan of myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of me. Oh, see, those are fucking brutal. Like this one: have a tapeworm that eventually kills you, or have AIDS. Why is that a thing? I don't want either of those. Oh, oh that's a good one. What kind of would you rather you are? I'm fucking t- it's uh, either.io is the website. It's kind of it's interesting. Um, if you were in a pinch, would you rather rely on the A-team or rely on MacGyver? Fuck the A-team. Really? That's a whole unit. There There's is more team? people. It kind of depends on the pinch. Like what? What kind of pinch am I in? Doesn't matter. They got the team for it. Like, do, That's we, why need the to, team. do we need to lift something off of me? Because obviously, you know the because they've literally looked at hey. each other and been like, "Wow, together we are a solid unit, and we are going to be a team that rolls around in a van and just saves everything." See, now if I'm stranded on a desert island, I want MacGyver, right? Because like he can just create shit out of nothing, and we're oh. off, we're gone. But if like I'm pinned underneath a tree. I want the fucking A team because there's four of them. And I want them to lift that damn tree off me and see my ass. Have you seen an episode of the A team? They do way more than lift. Obviously, but like, I don't know what our pinch is here. What's like, just says if you're in a pinch. I don't know. It depends on what my pinch is. Your pinch is a literal pinch. Like, if you're pinched between a tree, (laughs) if I'm actually pinched in between two cars, I think MacGyver's not moving cars. I'm taking the A team tonight. I think I kind of like MacGyver in most situations. That van? Am I part of the A team after that? If I'm in a pinch, you are now the A team. You're the B team. We're the A team. Come on. That's a terrible idea. Oh. (laughs) Would you rather fight a crocodile with a bow or fight an elephant with a shotgun? (sighs) Elephant with a shotgun. Yeah, me too. That doesn't seem that hard. I'm not gonna pull that trigger. I don't know how to fucking pull a bow and arrow and hit something accurately. I can get lucky with a shotgun. That's a spray. Dude, I thought that they had it. Oh, oh! <laughs> I actually didn't even think of that. You're like, you're like Hobo with a shotgun, but like... like oh, that's hilarious. I thought we were fighting the animal. Maybe you're right. It doesn't say. I it. And I was like, look, if I'm, if I'm looking at this... Because that seems way too easy if I have the bow. I can't shoot a bow and arrow. It should be a crocodile with a shotgun or an elephant with a bow. Look at this legitimate, though. If the elephant comes at me with the shotgun, it does not have the fingers nor the thumbs right, to get in the trigger. trigger. So it's just running at me with a shotgun. So the I just crocodile doesn't even shotgun. need the bow. It can just fucking trample yeah. me and eat me. Gatorland scares the shit out of me. You go there and see. If you get thrown into that little pit. Oh. I was terrified. When we went to Rest Florida, I just wanted to let you know. I was looking out left, right, and center. I was like, do not show me a gator right now. This will be too much. I will be flying back to the room. Yeah, no. Gators are scary. Crocodiles so, also scary. I'm not here for so that. I have the weapon, I'm fighting. Okay. I'm assuming I have, that's a much better assumption is that they have the weapon. But I think either way, I'm going at the elephant. 
I don't, I don't, are elephants fast? They're big, but are they fast? But can they turn really fast? That's the question. I have no idea. Do they have cat-like reflexes? Because I do. I've been told that on numerous occasions. You are a, you are a cat is what you're telling me. With All right, this is a nice one. Let's do, right. let's do three more. Um, would you rather sing everything you say or dance all your movements? Can I do both? <laughs> sing and dance at the same time? I just want to party my way through life. We are going to party on this podcast for the but rest like, of the If we had to sing the entire time we did the podcast, I'm... We've already established that I move a lot. Neither of us had to sing the whole podcast. No, we would yeah. not get any views. Don't think we We're not get the Can we get better singing voices? Like, does that come with it? Oh, people probably should oh, turn out before point. I started singing. Like, that should be gone. That, yeah. Point. Sorry about anybody um, tuned into that. This guy made a good point. You'd have to moonwalk everywhere. Like, walking would involve dancing, and you're just, like, strutting down the street. So what about driving? Do I got to bop in my car? How do you, you turn you know, the wheel? Like, turn. You're like Snoop Dogging the wheel? Cruising okay. down the street. Um, I, think I, I think I'd also want to sing everything because dancing all the time is just a pain in the ass. I can also just not talk. I can't not walk if I have to get somewhere, right? Dude, you're a pretty lazy individual. I've seen you I, spend... Like, you're <laughs> right. I can spend a lot of time in one spot, but if I have to go somewhere, <laughs> it's a tough thing to do. I swear to God, I've come over once. You've been on the couch. I left for two so, days. I came back. You were in the same spot. <laughs> hey, same clothes, same everything. You maybe got a, a beverage, but <laughs> that's it. You could moonwalk there and moonwalk back. This is not that. This, we're not doing this one. Would you rather be stalked by a ghost for your entire life or be stalked by a demon for three days than die? <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't like that. Some of these, how they get submitted are incredible. Fall two stories onto concrete or fall two stories into freezing water? Freezing water? Uh, yeah, you survive that. Hope so. Um, oh. Is it fresh concrete? This is neat. I don't know. Okay. Oh, a little in, in the yeah. sink and then you're stuck Do there I the rest of your life? Michael Scott where my face is like would you rather drink only water and alcohol for the rest of your life or drink anything other than alcohol for the rest of your life? Aww. Mm. See, I'm not like a big drinker, obviously. I know. I know. Smoke in this case. Yeah. But I don't know I if don't... I could say that I want to give up booze yeah. for the rest of my life. And the no. fact that I could have water and booze, like the See, water would be that's the tough thing for me is I hate water. Like I, I don't, I don't like just drinking water. I miss, I'm going to miss coffee then. And I'm going to miss orange juice. Now, can I mix? Do I get mixed? No, yeah, there's no. Not, eh? But like, honestly, you know what? For the greater good, I'm going to go with the no alcohol. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough thing to do. Sound like a bit of an alcoholic, but <laughs> I just meant to say you got a problem. Nope, pretty much got it figured out. <laughs> <laughs> I've solved the problem. I drink a lot. Cheers. Um, no, I think I gotta stick with alcohol. I'm sorry. I'll just find water. a way to enjoy water. Limited yourself to, to I'm gonna be a then. blast to be around. <laughs> Fuck. 
constantly <laughs> dehydrated in the washroom constantly because complete liability to drive. Yeah. Oh, like, I'm no longer. Yeah, take my keys because no license. Oh, is that mean I get the? I get the whip. You can take dibs. The car. But you dibs. gotta drive. You, you're the constant DD now. I know. Sorry, dude. Soda. Um. Oh. All right, hit us oh. with the, right, the finisher. Hit us we with can an RKO. finish with this one. All right. Would you rather drink a gallon of mustard in one sitting or use mustard as toothpaste for three weeks? I hate mustard. I hate I, it. I fucking hate mustard too. That's Perfect. This is such a great question for us then. I hate okay. it. I'm going to chug it. Because mm, that's one time, right? I'm getting it over with. Do I I'm have to brush it. my teeth every day? I'm throwing you know, it up. Yeah, three, bad, weeks. But... three weeks. You have to do a 21 days of brushing. Oh, no. I don't want to do that. 21 days of brushing with mustard. I don't want to do that. But, like, I also do a gallon. That's a lot. Oh, it's a... a gallon of mustard in one sitting. Yeah. That's, a, that's a quick yak. Like, yeah. But I think down. I have to do I could not do it 21 days in a row. No chance. I would oh, oh even better. It says, rule is you got to brush your teeth two times a day. Normal toothpaste is not allowed. You would not be allowed to do anything else until you finish the gallon. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, dude, I'm the king of – ask my parents. I'm the king of sitting at the kitchen table and just riding out meals, okay? I will outweigh you. If yeah, I dude, if eat- I can take my time drinking this gallon of mustard, like it's, I don't think this is, this is not as hard as I was expecting it to be. I'd like to nap. No goddamn chance I could put mustard on my toothbrush 42 times and brush my teeth with it. Thank you. Jesus Christ. All right. Hey, final question. Same as every week. Would you rather be a Yankee or a Red Sox? I think I'm still going to stick with the Red Sox. Yeah, I have not changed. Still don't like the Yankees. Maybe one day I'll be like, you know what? Today I want to be a Yankee. But until now, until then, until then, Thanks for listening. We are the BNB Podcast. As I've now mentioned twice on this one. Bang. How are you? Uh, catch us every single week, either Friday or Saturday, depending on how lazy I am. Um, That's true. Yeah, I kind of I, I kind of dictate it. It's okay. Make sure to follow us at the BNB Pod underscore on Twitter and Instagram. We're on TikTok. I put us on TikTok. Um, I think... We're the BNB podcast, actually. There's no Just finding out nothing. Yeah. Can I? Uh, wow. It's cool. That's something special. I posted one TikTok. So if you're on TikTok and you're still here, what's that? Are we doing well? No. Okay. <laughs> but we're on there. Um, yeah. So if you're on there, shoot us a follow. Like our one video. We're going gonna to like be posting video. more content there. Hopefully I do better. I've been doing a terrible job. But... Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, We'll catch you guys next week. Cheers.